All right. Chiggity check, check, one, two. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Tykes. We hanging out here. It's about four o'clock over on the West Coast. Going live about an hour and a half early. But, uh, man, I didn't know when work was going to... Work didn't feel like it was ever going to be over today. So I went ahead and put things a little bit later, scheduled them for later. But I'm glad to be off a little early. And... uh and we out here doing our thing. So what's going on is you're tuning in to the hotspot for uh, bombmindsentertainment.com. It's your boy DJ Tykes hanging out here. And the special thing we got going on today is it's Turntable Tuesdays. So without further ado, um, Turntable Tuesdays are going to get started right away. We're going to get going on these. We just started the show, but want to get bring this into a regular segment. And uh, I'm really excited to have this as a regular segment for you guys. So what we're going to be doing on turntable Tuesdays is we're going to highlight the art of the DJ. And so we're going to be bringing people on people that I've met, people that I've interacted with online. Um, some people that I look up to and some mentors and some friends and just a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of dope people. And we're going to invite them on and we're going to hear what's on their playlist and they are going to show us their stuff as well. So, you know, keeping in the, Keeping in the spirit of the show, they're going to be telling us what's popping off on the clubs for them. And so that's going to help you beef up your own playlist as well. So really looking forward to it. And uh, without further ado, let's jump right into it. I'm a roll intro and we'll tell you what's on the agenda for today. Thanks for tuning in. It's your boy DJ Tykes. We'll be right back. We highlight today's most promising stars and today's most superstars. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's your boy DJ Tykes. It's Turntable Tuesdays. If you couldn't hear, we got the turntables busted out and we all ready to have a good time. So for the first episode, it's just myself today. And for the first episode, what I wanted to do was I wanted to break down some frequently asked questions that I get as a DJ. And, you know, for the first episode, obviously, I think it's a it's a fitting topic to tell people what a DJ is what they do. I think there's a lot of things that people don't understand. And I know this because I was one of those people at one point myself. I, uh, my DJing career is only about 
three and a half to four years old at this point. I started in college. So I, there's, there's always more to learn and I'm learning something new every day myself. Um, with that said, there was a, there was a whole, there was a whole long time when I didn't understand what people were doing behind the decks and it was kind of confusing for me. And so I hope that during this podcast today, I can kind of break down some of those frequently asked questions and some things that I didn't understand. Um, you know, all the buttons, all the lights, all the spinny things, all the crystal needles that they talk about, the diamond tipped crystal needles. So we're going to talk all about that, break all of that stuff down on this first episode. And um, what I wanted to start with is the fact that um, the fact that music is uh, how music is formulated. And once you realize how music is formulated, then you can kind of understand how um, you can how understand how people mix tracks together. So, re- really, where we should begin is in all reality, everybody is a DJ and can be a DJ, is what I should say. Because basically, if you're just changing one track from the other in your car or in your shower or whatever, wherever you are, then the truth be told is that you're a DJ. And the reason is, is because it's just truthfully taking um, one track and going on to the next and choosing which track comes next. Now there's, there's tracks that go better with each other than others. And so you'll kind of notice this type of thing. And so that's why I say anybody can really be a DJ because you know that every once in a while, just in your car, you hit that next song and it's perfect. And the words will go together. Um, the themes will match up. Maybe even the sounds will sound the same. It's really, it's a cool thing when that happens. So anybody can really can appreciate that when it happens randomly. But truth be told is that you can get that to happen every time because music is so consistent. And um, so what, that's one of the other things that I didn't understand when I very first started or like before I even ventured into music at all was um, how music is composed. And basically the way that music is composed, any two songs can be mixed together um, because music is just math. Music is just counting. It's just simple counting. So if you can count to four, then you can make music and you can mix music because every song in existence has an intro that starts with either you know four bars or eight bars or typically 16 bars. And so all you do from there is you match up the songs so that one of them begins as the other one ends and you can overlap the intros so that one comes in or drops right as soon as the other one ends and plays out smoothly. And, you know, the best type of DJ is somebody that you don't really even know is there because you go so smoothly from one track to the other that it's almost as if they're not there. So music is really interesting, right? And, and it's, a, it's a puzzle at that point because songs either start with, um, they either start with like intro music or they start with someone's words or like acapellas or something like that. So then it's just a puzzle. Whichever song you're on, and you want to transition it out of, you just do the opposite 
than the song that you're on at the beginning. So you just, if you're on a song and there's someone singing, then the next song you're going to overlay an instrumental part and vice versa. So if there's just a band playing or just instrumental, you'll find a part in the next song that has an acapella and you'll play it and overlap it with that instrumental and bam, you've made your first mashup and you are mixing it up and you are in the mix like a real DJ. So that's what's really fun about music is, and that's how, that's how, you know, really any song can go together, can be mixed together. Now that doesn't mean you should do that just because you can, that doesn't mean that you should. So that comes to the next step comes really selecting your songs um, precisely and getting the ones that really fit well together. Nice. And we all kind of know when that, when that happens. And it's a, like I said, it's a, it's a really magical thing. It's a cool thing. So that's a little bit about the music theory, which I don't want to overwhelm you guys with because maybe that will save a lot more of that stuff for another day, but that's the basic theory behind it. But when we're actually talking about the physical stuff that the DJ is using to mix the music with, I'm talking the turntables and the thing in the middle that has the lights and is called the mixer. So when it comes to those things, that's another concept that I didn't understand before I actually got my hands on a set of on a mixer uh, or a set of turntables, whichever you have access to, it's all the same. It'll, it'll be, it'll teach you the same concepts. So what I didn't understand was how you can even go from one song to the other and what they be, what they be doing up there. So break it down for you real quick for all the, the beginners out there or people that want to know is you've got your turntable on the left side and your turntable on the right side. And these can both play music and they're hooked up to the speakers and the thing in the middle, which is called the mixer is what, decides which side outputs music so depending on which way you have your mixer crossfader on which side you have the you have closed off it will play the music to the other one and there won't be any sound going to the one that's been cut off so what you can do is have your first song playing on say your left side like i do I'm always changing with on the left side. So have your first song or sorry, your first song on the right. I'm all mixed up. Anyways, you put your song, you got your song playing on one side that you're listening to and you have the other side going and you're beat matching it and you're finding the spot to, to slip it in, to slip in this next song. And then at the perfect time, you start playing that other track and you have them both. You have both channels open. So this is where they call the mix. This is you're in the mix when the both channels are open and you are changing levels. You're taking the low end out of some, you're taking the high end and putting it higher on others. And, and like I said, there's more music theory that we can get into on a little bit more of an expert session if we ever get into that. But this is where you're going to, at some point, slam the fader back over and you've changed your song and you take that record off that you were just playing and you're on to your new one and you repeat that until the night's over until everybody's danced their butts off so that's a little bit how the how things work up there and if you've ever heard the uh 
if you've ever heard the expression ones and twos, oh, I'm on the ones and twos, I'm a BDJ, I'm on the ones and twos. That literally means like channel one, channel two, turntable one, turntable two. Um, and there's all sorts of like, there's all sorts of different types of mixers. So some people even have like four turntables and you can have as many as you want. Um, it gets a little hard to manage, I'm sure, with with four. And above that, I just can't even imagine. But they they actually make 10 channel mixers that have 10 so these are for people who actually are like producing music with their mixers and, you know, layering a lot of sounds, I'm sure, not just like mixing for a club or something like that. But, you know, hopefully that kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of what a DJ is doing when you see them up there at your favorite club hanging out and you're just like, what is that guy even doing? And like I said, it's the funny thing is, is that a good DJ you really shouldn't even hear too much from, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you want to be able to show your style and um, be flamboyant with the decks and, you know, show your skills, but you don't want to cross that line into obnoxious because people just want to hear their music. So, you know, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a tasteful line. You have to walk between like ruining the song and making it your own as well. So that's always something that we're struggling struggling with is you know audience appreciation for for those certain types of things because like i said they just want to hear they ultimately they just want to hear um their song and they don't want to you know play it around mess around with anything no remix is just the way that they hear it hear it and the way that they heard it the first time and um let's see i was going to say one big thing that you always hear from fellow DJs at the end of their shows, you know, always tell each other, Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. You know, nobody noticed at the end of the day, nobody cared. And that's kind of something that you'll hear a lot. And it's, it's one of those things that's true. And you got to remember that at the end of the day, if you're a good DJ, no one's going to really real, they're going to like recognize you for playing that good music, obviously. But like, you weren't mem- there's something good about not being memorable when you're the one controlling the show you know what i'm saying it's like you don't want any problems that are super memorable if you did your job well people like just had a good time and vibed and it was like you weren't even there you were just conducting it from uh a unspoken position and that's really dope that's a cool that's a magical spot to be in so obviously there's different levels as well of uh of selectors, like I was saying. So, you know, you in your car, in your shower, that's a, that's a form of DJ people on the radio. They don't, they don't even, uh, a lot of them don't even mix music anymore. They're not even allowed to, it's all through a system and, uh, through another computer system. So, you know, really a lot of, a lot of DJing is just kind of controlling audio and being the people playing music in the area. So, it's a it's a whole lot of that and you know you're the guy walking around listening to listening to how loud things are and making sure you're not blowing people's eardrums off and there's a whole lot to think about so as you can tell it's a profession and there's all sorts of things to be perfectionist about um but that's like that's the basic idea um if there's anybody I want to also encourage people to to call in and tune in as well as call in. And uh, if you guys have any questions 
or if you have any, you know, frequently asked questions yourself about DJing and, uh, and you want to know something, just let me know, call in and we'll answer your question as best as we can. Cause I know there was a time in my life when I was, I was fascinated and you know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to learn about something that you didn't know about before. So another interesting that I thing that I've learned is, um, specifically with these like new turntables that they have these new, like, I shouldn't say turntables, the new, um, vinyls that they have is you wonder why they're up there on these old school turntables with laptops with apple laptops hanging out so those uh those two those two technologies kind of don't exactly go together if you know you know if you if you weren't born yesterday you know that the turntable and the laptop are two fundamentally different um music sharing devices (laughs) to say the least so what they have are these really rad new records they call them dvs digital vinyl um dvs digital vinyl something you know whatever's (laughs) and they basically they're these little plastic vinyl mimic vinyl records that can play usb and can play through your computer so once you put that needle to the record it uh it reads the code and there's a program called Serato that DJs use. And this is where they have all of their fo- music files. It's basically like iTunes for the DJ. And this is where you can control your music. And the, uh, you can control the sounds exactly like, uh, like you would with an old vinyl. So it's really cool to you know, have seen the, the two worlds kind of come together and and uh, with this dvs digital vinyl um technology to really see those two worlds collide and and uh you can do some really cool stuff with it and it's super fun to play with as well um so before that they were just kind of doing um they had like electronic turntables that they call controllers or cdjs that mimic turntables but that's how they play usbs and that's how they play mp3s but now we can actually play you know with real vinyl I'm not sure if it's actually vinyl. I think it's like just plastic, but you know, real vinyl looking records, seven inch, 12 inch, get that real feel. And, uh, you know, for someone who's into scratching, someone's who's in a real turntablism, then they can, they can just nerd out over this stuff and geek out, geek out about it for hours. So, you know, that's what I'm doing, hanging out in my bed at all times, just, uh, just kicking it, spinning, um, cutting it up, scratching records. Um, Brings me to my next topic, actually. So, when you've heard a DJ doing their little wiki, wiki, wiki thing, let me get this going here. I know I can, I know I can find something. When you hear them do that, that is basically using one side to scratch one record and typically this the record that you scratch on the one side will be like something that just has noises on it so a lot of the records that they'll sell have acapellas or just noises like you've heard the like the fresh noise or they call it the ah noise the one that's like kind of sounds like white noise so those ones are all just pre-programmed noises 
And so you're just going to manipulate them and make them sound really cool. And there's all sorts of different like techniques and styles for scratching. And, but that's basically how that works. And something that I didn't understand, I, I, I I just, I don't even know how I thought things worked. I guess I just hadn't really like put the thought into it. Maybe I would have gotten there eventually, but I thought that when they made those noises, like it was because of the, like the needle scratching, you know, like I thought that that noise was something that could only be achieved with like a turntable, but that is not the case. They are just, they're just records that have, they call them scratch records and they have a bunch of different noises on them and just, you know, cool stuff that is like aligned to a certain BPM. So you can sync it up with a song that's a certain BPM and you can get it to, you can get some real smooth cuts. So that is, uh, that's another little thing explained. And uh, we went over how they play USBs and how they play, um, how they play MP3s. Uh, another good one is the MC. So what is an MC? If a DJ is a disc jockey, then what is an MC? So you may have heard that an MC is stands for Master of Ceremony. Now, whether this is true or not is unconfirmed by your boy. I'm not sure, but that is that's certainly what I've heard um, MC is an acronym for. So we're going to just run with that. And by that definition... The master of ceremony is going to be the person with the mic in their hand that is controlling the room. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, not even just like a rapper, right? I'm thinking like at a wedding, you know, the person that's going to say, hey, we're going to cut the cake now. Or, hey, we're hitting the dance floor. We're doing this or we're saying, you know, we're getting a divorce or whatever. So that's going to be the the MC. And I think that the DJ can can easily be the MC as well. Most of them are on deck with a mic and, you know, if you're lucky, they won't do too much of the talking into the mic because we all find that obnoxious, we know. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, someone that's good is going to be able to hop on their mic, call out a fight. Um, you know, maybe someone loses a phone and they're able to say something or, or whatever there may be, if there's some type of situation. Um, being able to be the, the master of it is is uh, another thing, another skill for a skillful DJ to have. So, um, yeah, like I said, so that, again, this goes back to the the whole thing about, you know, if you're the one who's in the room controlling the party, you want to make sure that everything's super smooth and, and, uh, and has no bumps or cuts or, you know, any type of type of odd, silence awkward silences anything like that you know it's you're it's up to you so um the best the best dj in my opinion are people that are going to lay off the air horns lay off the annoying um the annoying just you know that sound that future does in a lot of his music i forget i don't know who the producer is that the sound that they do but it's that really like high-pitched squealing noise and i just i remember there was this one club i went to where the dj was like really bad with that like he had this one sound it was that future sound that noise it was that shit and he had it turned way up way way too loud and it was just screeching and uh and another one that's annoying is when they do the car like 
the car crash with like the, the broken glass, like the, and it just sounds like it's like literally it's always super loud and, um, and like busts your eardrums. But uh, yeah, so try to stay away from the harsh noises like that, in my opinion. But hey, different floats for different boats. It's also a good way to create some energy. And so, you know, just depending on the situation, there is no hate from, uh, you know, I'm not going to hate on anybody doing what they need to do in the, the situation, you know, when it calls for it. So other than that, you know, just uh, work on your skills. You know, we're all, we all start somewhere. And uh, one thing that I wanted to talk about as well, um, I want to I take a little quick break here. But, uh, but one thing I wanted to talk about as well really fast is if you've ever considered getting into DJing yourself, um, anything like that, or if you've just wanted to play music, I really, um, or get like another, a more deeper connection to music, more physical connection to music, be more connected to it. Um, I really suggest just hopping into the, the hobby and purchasing yourself some software. It's pretty cheap, especially around this time of year. You can find some, some cheap software online and you know, just dive right into it. Start mixing your favorite songs. And like I said, we can talk more about technical stuff later, but just start with your favorite stuff. Start with overlapping them and, uh, and having some fun and buy yourself a controller eventually um and just just get started just start playing with music because you will love it and if you already are a lover of music then you got to pick it up at some point it's for everybody and as long as you have that love for it then it'll love you back so um a couple other things i want to go over before we sign out some funny things that i wanted to get over and some other frequently asked questions um i wanted to go over definitions as well of some of terms like remix, mashup, what people are talking about when they say what is an edit or stuff like that. If you see a song that's called an edit or a bootleg, we're going to go over all of those things and some other funny things in the in DJ culture. So um, thanks for tuning in again. This is your boy DJ Tykes. I'm hanging out here for Bong Minds Entertainment. And thanks again. Shouts out to Colin. I just got my care package in the mail from them. And you know, I'm rocking these spiffy headphones, white, spiffy white headphones with a nice mic on them. I hope I'm coming in crystal clear. I'm going to have to listen to this afterwards and see how we're sounding. But, man, these things are fresh. And I got a little sticker and a mug and whatnot. And so, you know, shouts out, Colin, for really making us feel at home over here. Um, Bong Minds Entertainment. You tune into the hot spot. It's your boy DJ Tykes. Thanks for tuning in. We highlight today's most promising stars and today's mega superstars.
All right, all right. We back here for Bong Minds Entertainment. This is the hot spot for new music. It's Turntable Tuesdays. It's your boy DJ Tykes. I'm hanging out here on Colin app, and it's a fresh new podcasting app. I'm really enjoying things over here. If there's anybody in the crowd, in the listeners that wants to get joined in the conversation at any point, you can go ahead and call in at any time and join the conversation as well. So today we are basically just breaking down what a DJ does and what a DJ is. And so if you have any questions or you have anything that you want answered by a DJ yourself, then go ahead and call in. Um, Hit us on the comment section. We'll respond. Hit us up on Instagram. Do whatever you want. Um, So the next thing that we were going to talk about was uh, a couple phrases and some definitions that you should know. So basically... These uh these get thrown around a lot, and so it's good to know what uh what people are talking about when they when they uh are using them, so that we know what you know what they're talking about. So basically, a remix. What is a remix? A remix is when you take a song and you add your own elements to it in order to create something that is. It's a remix, right? So. This is also used interchangeably with the word bootleg, but the definition of bootleg is slightly different. It's something it's it's similar to a remix in all aspects except the legality. So a bootleg is something that is just done without permission from the original artist. That's just, you know, for fun, basically for a bedroom DJ. Um, for like, you know, maybe playing at a party for your friends, but nothing that you can make money off of or put onto a streaming service. Now, on the other hand, remixes, if you go through the proper channels, you can get them put onto streaming services and all that stuff. So that's what's going to differentiate the two from there. So then that then you're wondering, so then what's a mashup? Isn't a mashup just a, a song that's different as well? Well, a mashup is simply just when you put two songs together. So you've got song A, and maybe it's just an instrumental part. And maybe song B is a acapella or a part where they're just singing and there's not too many too much percussion. So if you put those two together, that's going to be a mashup, right? It's two different songs. Um, you may have heard this one as well, an extended mix. What is an extended mix for a DJ? Um... Basically, the extended mix is when you loop the very end instrumental or the beginning instrumental or just add the instrumental to the beginning or end in order to make it longer. And a lot of people will, a lot of DJs will also, you know, use some sounds from the songs and, um, and you know, extend it in that way. But maybe like maybe maybe change it a little bit and just uh just use one bar that they repeat over and over. Um, it's it was kind of popular back in the disco era as well because you know they were physically mixing the music with actual vinyl, and so it was a lot easier to mix with the extended mixes, and they were a lot more fun for the DJs to get into. So I think that's a little a little history there for that. Um, so that's what an extended mix is. And the, uh, let's see, another funny thing 
that we should go over since we're going over beginner rookie um, rookie DJ tips is when you're requesting a song in the clubs, there's something that you should know. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, you're actually doing something up there. And like I explained earlier in the show, it's not exactly, it's not just playing music, right? So you're selecting these songs that are similar in certain aspects or match up with each other and fit together like puzzles, right? So it's not super easy to have someone come up with a request and have it match in like a piece to the puzzle like another one would. So especially when you take into account the fact that songs are played at different speeds. So if you want to mix them together, typically you have to align the BPM, which is the beats per minute. It's another good definition. BPM, beat per minute. And so if you, uh, if you find out what the beat per minute is and you sync up the two songs, you can overlap them and they'll typically mix together beautifully. So that's why it's tough when someone comes up to a DJ and that's why when you go up to the DJ and you, you ask them for your, play your favorite song, that's why they're going to, they're going to, you know, the first thing they're going to do is check what the BPM is on that song. They're going to see where they're at. They're going to be like, I, that's where we're headed. Or I could, oh, perfect. I could play it right now. Or, oh, fuck. That's no, that's like way down. That's like a 70 BPM. That's like slow stuff. We can't, we can't kill the party for that, you know? So it's tough. Typically any DJ can, like I said, you know, music is pretty, it's a, once you get a, once you get a few tricks down, you can mix a lot of things together, specifically things that don't really go well together, different BPMs, different genres, stuff like that. You can, and uh, and you should have those skills to do that type of thing. So typically you can do that type of thing, but it's just, it's one of those things that do you honor every single request? Um, that's just up to you. I would say that this is where the next piece of advice comes in is that it's always good. If you want your to be taken seriously, uh, show me the money, you know, money talks. So if you really want to get that song played, then you're going to come up there with a nice tip and they're going to, they're going to make their, they're definitely going to make that happen. Another thing to realize about requests is that oftentimes DJs are going into clubs with a finite amount of music that's often been tailored specifically for the place that they're playing in. So being able to accommodate a request is something that a lot of people just can't even do. But there are certain platforms that you can buy and that you can subscribe to so that you can take requests. And if you want to, if you're, you know, by all means, if you're in the clubs, spending all the time and getting requests, you know, every single weekend, multiple times, Friday, Saturday, Thursday nights, whatever. Um, you know, I can see how some people, you know, find that necessary to be subscribed to something like that. Um, but like when I go in, it's hard. If I don't have the song, then I have to find some Wi-Fi and try to download it, which sometimes I can do if it's a slow night. Um, and they're the only people in the club. I like to make them happy. I like to make, you know, 
ultimately it's your job just to make people dance. So I try to do that, but, um, but yeah, you know, just, just so everybody knows it's a, you know, don't be back up off the DJs. Y'all. Oh yeah. Wear your mask too. When you're up and yelling in our ears, it's just, especially today in, in coronavirus, it's a little bit, things have changed. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Some people's there. Let's just put it this way. There was already pretty nasty before all this started. And now that it's been happening, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm over it to say the least. Um, I'm just, uh, scrolling a little bit through my notes, but, um, see if we covered just about everything, but I think that that was a pretty good, I think that that was a pretty good rundown on, um, on you know what a dj is and hopefully answered some of your guys's questions some like frequently asked questions that's kind of what i wanted to i wanted to hammer down were some you know some things that people that i myself asked at one point and that other people were uh would also be wondering out there so um i got some other things that i could possibly bring up but i think i'll probably save them for another episode um because it'd be good to get another DJ's uh, opinion on them as well at the same time. So um, other than that, we're going to go ahead and wind up this uh, wind up this episode. And if, uh, if nobody else wants to call in and ask any questions, we're going to wind things up. But in the future, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a rundown on the format of Turntable Tuesdays and what that's going to look like. I mentioned things i mentioned it briefly at the beginning but now that the tongue's loosened up a little bit here at the end and uh, i have a little bit more time now to explain things i'll go ahead and reiterate so what i want to do on turntable tuesdays is i got a lot of really talented friends and some mentors and some people that i want to some djs that I look up to some people that I'm, you know, spin with some people that I can have fun with some people that I can learn from. I want to have them on the show. And specifically, I want to know what they're playing right now. I want to know, we're going to, we're going to get to know, uh, personally, all of everybody, all of the best DJs that I know, their, their personal playlists and what's really jumping for them in the clubs and what's making people dance for them. And what also has been making them dance for years. So, that's what we want to do, keeping with the format of the show here at the hotspot. We're going to be listening to, you know, what they what they have to say and what has been making their people jump and their people dance. And then you'll be able to beef up your own playlist and you'll have the hottest playlist out of all your friends as well. So other than that, we're also going to highlight their skills, give them an opportunity to show us what they have. And I'm hoping that, you know, each person that each guest that comes on turntable Tuesdays can, you know, either play a remix that they've made or some type of something that they've made, or maybe we could do a live cut battle or they could just uh, flex their stuff and throw down on some cuts themselves, um, do whatever. But I'm hoping that they're going to be able to show us some stuff, show us some of their stuff, show us some, uh, some of the stuff that they've been digging and then at the at some point they'll introduce themselves as well and you know we'll be able to all connect and all network with each other and stay up because i've got a lot of really cool cool friends 
and uh, DJ friends and mentors that I uh, am really excited to have on the show. So just uh, go ahead and turn in, tune in regularly to Turntable Tuesdays, and we're going to be making it happen every week. So this is a regular thing. I've got more than enough friends to keep me going for a long time. So also, if you have anybody that you want to get on the show as well, just go ahead and hit us up. Send us a message on here, a comment, do whatever. Hit me up on Instagram. You can, uh, you can follow me there and on YouTube as well. It's the same handle as on here. It's DJ Tykes. You can find us at, Bong's, uh, at Bong Minds Entertainment as well on Instagram. That one's up. B-O-N-G-S-M-I-N-E-S-E-N-T. And you know, shout out one more time again, Colin. We're really having fun out here. Thanks again. It's your boy DJ Tykes. I've had fun. You guys have a good night. We'll see you soon. Next show is going to be some kind of weekly wrap up or something like that. But hit us up on Instagram. We're going to stay up over there. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Good night. Peace. We highlight today's most promising stars and today's mega superstars. Thank you.